So, you know, have you guys, have you ever gotten that email that said like, hey, there's a prince in Egypt that needs you to send him some money uh, for this? Or like, hey, if you could just cash this check and send me the money, I'll pay you back. Have you ever gotten, raise your hand if you've ever seen or heard of those things? Okay. We've, we've seen it. We never know who does that. You do now. Okay. Um, yeah. Too soon? Okay. Uh, it was years ago. She can share that story later, but it was super awesome. Um, I'm excited that you guys get to hear from Becca Webb. I've known Becca uh, for what, what feels like a really, really long time. Uh, she, she came here from California as a student. She was extremely involved and plugged in. Uh, she met her husband on this campus. Now she's a, a, a wife and a mom and a professional. And uh, she has all these titles. But I think the one that stands out the most uh, to me when I think of Becca is child of God. She understands um, who God is and his love for us. She knows who Jesus is because she has a relationship with Christ. And she's open and welcoming the, the spirit to use her to do a lot of different things in a lot of different ways. Uh, and she's super awesome and super funny and maybe even a little bit nervous. So show a lot of love and give it up for Mrs. Becca Webb. Well, normally Josh goes for the softball joke about me being super tall, so I applaud you for going for how I got scammed out of $2,000 to somebody in in, uh, Africa who is living off my money right now. So um, anyways, it's a true story. Uh, Keisha asked me a little bit ago about um, speaking in chapel, um, and I asked her uh, what I should talk about if there was a theme, and she said that you guys have been talking about um, kind of this question of how, um, and so I thought, well, that sounds really cool, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really think. I'm going to come up with something out of the box, not at all what she suggested. I'm going to blow you away, and I came up with nothing and kept coming back to what she suggested, so I felt like that was probably the spirit warning me not to do my own thing and to do what Keisha said, so we're we're going to go along those lines today. Um, if you'll pull up that first picture. So in 2014, uh, they let me speak at graduation. Um, and I really do owe that selection committee a lot because uh, at the time I was graduating single, which if you've been here long enough, you know um, is cause for panic usually. And so I made lots of really cute jokes about being single and tried to laugh it off like, oh, I don't care. But inside I was like, I super care. Please date me. And, uh, and when I look back now, you know, I've since watched that speech and um, it comes off just as desperate as I was feeling. And so I owe them big time. But um, actually, I was looking at this picture and you won't be able to tell, but it's up there. But it it worked because I did end up marrying somebody I didn't know existed who was in that audience. I found him actually in the back there in a yellow shirt. Um, And so if you've ever wondered if being desperate works, uh, no, it usually doesn't. But sometimes it might. So I say go for it. That's my suggestion to you. Um, But on a serious note, you know, in that speech that I gave eight years ago, which makes me feel really old at this point because I don't even, you guys were probably like, 10. Um, But in that speech I gave, really my whole crux of the idea was that um, LCU was the perfect place to make a lot of mistakes and learn how to get back up and learn how to suffer well. And yeah, I had some hard times in college, um, but nothing out of the norm of what most of you probably have experienced. But I know now, looking back eight years ago, I had no idea what was coming to me and what was coming my way in talking about hardships there. 
Um, so just a quick background. In spring of 2020, um, I started noticing that one of my eyelids drooped um, and that I was experiencing a lot of, a lot of um, like muscle twitching just all over and didn't think anything of it for a while. Um, but ultimately, that began a two-year journey, um, which resulted in me finding out that I have a mass in my chest, um, which after seeing lots of specialists, they told me essentially um, it's, it could be this one thing, which will become cancer someday, or it could be this other thing, which I can't ever pronounce, so I'm not going to try, and it won't do anything at all. Um, and so if you know anything about the healthcare system, it's super easy to navigate and insurance is really great and helpful. And so all that to say, that's fun things coming to you in just a few years. Um, all that to say that mass is still hanging out with me, um, because yeah, because of those reasons. So that was, um, a trial that, that I had to navigate. And then in later that year, um, when I was four months pregnant with our second child, um, my husband woke up one Sunday and noticed this bruised-looking um, lump near his neck. And um, immediately it freaked me out. And if any of you know me at all, um, that's not shocking. If, if you have a stuffy nose for more than a day or maybe a persistent like itch on your hand, um, I have 100% have diagnosed you with some form of rare disease, and death is imminent. So uh, really, I was trying not to freak myself out right away. Um, but after months of waiting and testing, uh, we did find out that it was cancer. Um, and so, you know, expecting our second child, 30 years old, um, finding out your husband has cancer um, put us on a path that, you know, I don't have time to share with you all today, but to say the least was um, terrifying. Uh, to this day, though, doctors all over the country uh, have not been able to tell us what kind of cancer that it is. They say they've never seen anything like it um, and that it will probably be written about in medical journals. Um, so silver linings, my husband is really psyched about getting to name this thing after him. So were you T fans in our house? Don't hate me. Oh, there's some more. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so you may see a cancer that's like Bevo tumor or UT tumor coming at you someday. Um, so in December of 2021, so just this last December, um, our seven-month-old son, Crosby, got very sick um, and ended up being hospitalized for a couple of weeks with a really scary case of RSV. Um, my son was seven, like I said, seven months old at the time, and watching your seven-month-old uh, struggle just to take one breath, um, being hooked up to tubes and machines and alarms, um, that is a kind of fear that I had never, never known. And again, just something that I had no idea when I gave that speech eight years ago, that I really didn't know what hardship was until we went through these things. Um, Nakisha did also tell me that it's a shap day and that this should be uplifting, so I'm getting to that just now. Um, just, yes, there are good things. I'm done with the sad. Uh, so when I shared on social media about the mass in my chest, that first bit of this road we found ourselves on, I shared the dates in my CTs and my MRIs just asking for prayers. You know, I cannot tell you, and I know for a fact there was not a day that went by where someone from this community at LCU did not text me or call me or come to my home to pray over me. And that may not seem like a big deal, but I have graduated from this place eight years ago eight years ago, and I'm really not on campus a whole lot anymore, so there's really no reason for that to happen other than that is the magic of this place. When we found out that my husband had cancer, the prayer warriors who are on this campus right now, sitting with you in these seats, or the ones that were here when my husband and I were students here, literally went to battle in prayer every day for my son. 
every single day. We knew it because they told us, but we knew it because we felt the Spirit of God working on their behalf. The friends who dropped everything when I called them in hysterics to come and lay hands on us in prayer are the friends that I made here at LCU. And the professors I had here who have since, in those eight years, had hundreds of other students. And we can think of a lot of other universities or even the high school you went to. I mean, you are a name on a list for that year for most teachers, and then you move on. That is not the case here. So those professors that I had who have had hundreds of students, like I said, since, were the ones that poured so much biblical truth into me. And those were the very truths I needed to carry me through that season. And it came from the professors that I see sitting over here and some over here. When my son was hospitalized and kept getting sicker and sicker, and we were looking at intubating him and putting him on a ventilator, um, that's about the lowest I've ever felt because it felt like nothing we were praying for was happening. But it was people from LCU that I had never even met or people that my parents went to LCU with who are, you know, way back in the day. And they rallied around my son and blessed us beyond measure with the financial help to pay for the things that my son needed, and it was a lot. There were even people from uh, LCU that brought food to the hospital, sent texts saying that their churches were praying for my son. And one of the most amazing things was LCU did give me the opportunity to travel quite a bit. And so to still be in touch with those people and hear that a village in Kenya is praying for my son or a church in Sweden is praying for my son because of those gifts that LCU gave me to travel is an incredible kingdom here on earth kind of feeling. But ultimately, you guys, I really had to wrestle a lot in fear in order to come to a place with God where I could say, if I lose my husband or if I lose my son, I am okay. I had to wrestle with him to get to a place where if they are taken from me, you will sustain me. The suffering may be unbearable. It may be unimaginable. But you have promised that you will never leave me and that you will carry what I cannot. And so... You're right, God doesn't necessarily come down in physical form to carry those things for us, but he does through the people that are sitting in this room right now. And they did do just that for my family. So where, this is the shop day people, yes? You all right here? Okay, good. So talking to you, um, you know, I know that you have a lot of options for where to go to college. I am well aware that even though I am LCU's biggest fan, it is not the biggest or the prettiest. We've done a lot of work, but it's, you know, there are some other schools that are a little bigger, a little prettier, okay? Uh, And I also know that LCU isn't one size fits all. I'm aware that it doesn't, you know, fit for everybody. You know what? But I can tell you that when I look back and I think about those how questions in my life, Most of them, God has chosen to answer those how questions through this place right here, whether I'm going to school now or then or eight years removed like now. So LCU and the way that it fosters community that is tied together first and foremost through a love for God the Father has managed to create something, you guys, frankly, as someone who's been out of it now, it just doesn't exist in a lot of other places and on a lot of other campuses. It has created a place that you can graduate from and leave and still say that almost 10 years later that this place and its people are still the ones standing in the gaps where you are too weak to stand, praying the prayers that you are too bitter or too untrusting to pray, and opening their hands to give you what you don't even realize you need at that moment. Those four years of college, they really are like unlike any other. I had probably too much fun, so much fun, I added on a fifth year and was super proud of it for some reason, thought it was super cool. And, um, but honestly, yeah, so if you're on a, my husband did seven years, so it could be worse. Um, but you know what? Life really does happen once you leave this place. This place is amazing, but life really gets going once you're gone. 
And most of those really soul-crushing how questions that you're going to be forced to answer and that will arise after your time here is done, they're going to be answered because the power of our God is manifested all over this campus. And I'm saying to you that to you as someone who has lived that. His rich mercy and love are poured out through the people that work here and the students that you're sitting next to right now. And isn't God so generous that he knows what we need before we even need it? And he allowed LCU to exist, I believe, in part so that you and me can find the gift of his peace and the fullness of his promises long after we've left this place. And I forgot all about those other pictures I had. So as I'm wrapping up, I'm going to show you really quickly. That's the, my oldest. That was a picture we took as soon as we found out that um, my husband had uh, clear scans after they removed that. That's the picture of my husband in the hospital. And that's my son, Crosby, when he had RSV. But the last picture I see is I wanted to share you to share with you. Um, You know, I look at this picture now after we've come through that, knowing full well that the storms are not over, they are not gone. But I can look at my two children in those pictures who are far from the age that you are now, far from college age. My son is almost four and then almost a year. Um, But I know already they have been so richly blessed. Their souls have already been valiantly battled for in prayer because of LCU. And they don't even go here. So I know everyone here has different how questions right now that you're struggling with. How will I get through this? How can I pay for this? How will I be able to tell someone about this? How will I find acceptance and love? Or how will I ever be the same? These are the questions I know some of you are walking with right now. And you may even feel like it's a fight that you are losing. But y'all, I can promise you, I can tell you that I know that there are people you don't even know right now who are daily putting on their gloves to fight with you and alongside of you. And I know that for a fact because of where you're sitting right now. So I really appreciate you letting me share that with you today. And I hope you all have a wonderful day and you are dismissed.